Britney Spears, pop princess, international icon, and the soundtrack of every mental breakdown I've ever had. But she wouldn't betray me. Like, there's no way she would team up with George Bush in the weirdest PR patch you've ever heard of. Right? Well, maybe? Hello, and welcome to this week's episode of Cat's Cabinet of Curiosities. I'm Cat, And I'm Tom. And this week we're introducing our new co-host, Mr Nibbles. Aww. Say hi, Mr Nibbles. Are you expecting me to make a sound like Mr Nibbles would make? No, I'm expecting him to speak into his microphone, Tom. Oh. Well, he seems a bit shy today. Yeah, he's a bit shy. Um, Mr Nibbles is our new hamster. He's the best. He's not the best. He's not the best. He's cute. No, objectively, he's the best hamster that's ever existed. Okay, but objectively, he's also a naughty boy, a naughty boy, a naughty boy, <laughs> and a rascal, and a seed mad little thing, which makes him the best hamster in the universe. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Essentially, Cat has got a what I like to call hamster brain. Um, like all of Cat's life has become defined by. The little hamster boy. Who lives in our house. Who lives in our house. <laughs> and he's now a co-presenter, so no questions. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Should we do the episode instead of talking about our hamster? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what people tune in for anymore, to be honest. <laughs> Maybe we should just rename the podcast Hamster Time. Yeah, and we just talk about the hamster for an hour. <laughs> <laughs> so this week he ate pellets, and that was interesting. He actually doesn't like his pellets very much. Oh, doesn't he? But anyway... Oh. This week is one of my favourite episodes, I think, ever, because it's both silly, somewhat plausible, a great conspiracy, and it features Britney Spears, <laughs> who I love. I know. Tom loves. I, I I don't have those strong feelings. And Mr Nibbles loves. Okay. So... <laughs> <laughs> so you're going to speak for both of us now, are you? And how much we love... Britney. I'm just assuming you love Britney because why wouldn't you? <laughs> what's your um what's your connection to Britney then, would you say? Or like is there a reason you love her so much? Um Britney just produces a lot of good pop classics. And when I'm feeling very anxious or sad, I like to put on bad music. <laughs> And I'm not saying Britney is bad, but that is what I listen to. <laughs> and like I say, so every time I have a project due, I listen to Britney pretty much on repeat because you can just zone out and it's like a pumping party tunes. Yeah. I don't know. So you find it motivational. Motivate, Yeah, Britney is my motivation in life. <laughs> um, <laughs> what's your connection to Britney Spears? My connection to Britney Spears, I, I remember her being a thing when I was a kid. Um, so I guess I was born in 93. Mm. So around her peak at like 2001, yeah. I would have been about eight. And I remember Toxic coming out and I remember the music video, she's on a lacy thing. And I remember um, that marking me as a person. <laughs> <laughs> 
the devil's music. That's See, I would is. have thought Slave for You is the provocative video. But that came her... out a bit later. So I think, I think that by that was... time I was almost numb to the sexualization of pop music. I guess. But I just think Slave for You is the peak of her career. Well, mm, yeah. Depends on what you're assessing her career as. If it's the world's most, like, implausibly horny song, then, uh, then yeah. <laughs> she does that have is a lot of peak. horny songs. <laughs> yeah, she, she does so much breathing. It's like, get her a fucking inhaler, man. Anyway. So, who do you think Britney Spears supports politically and works for generally? Um, I, d- I don't know, because as many people may know, she's had various phases in her career and life. As um, any good pop star-, star does, you've got to grow and change. Yeah, but you're meant to do it artistically rather than have um, genuine um, personal problems that you probably need help for and you don't need to be in front of tabloids for. I think that's for tabloids' fault or not. That's another yeah, reason no, I love Britney. Like, she just is openly a little bit unsettled. <laughs> Not unsettled, but like... It's these closet unsettled people I can't stand. Well, it's just she has problems and she works through them and she's like, yeah, I have problems. I'm still going to star in How I Met Your Mother on a guest episode. <laughs> That's related to an anecdote that's coming up in the episode later, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Also, I just realised I've, I've got a slight lisp I think more than normal or my mouth isn't working quite because I had a tooth removed three days ago and it's out of the back but I can still like half my mouth is very swollen and it feels like air is rushing through the gap and I can't tell so if I I sound weird that's why I I I think you're fine in the edit suite I'll um I'll have a listen okay so the theory is that Britney Spears was on George Bush's payroll and was being paid to have a scandal every time Bush did something bad. Wow. So to, like, divert news attention. Mm. If that was a news story now, that would seem more plausible than back then. Do you know what I mean? Like, that's the kind of thing that people might do now. Like, disinformation what, and distraction techniques. What, hire a pop star to, like... Yeah, yeah. Mm. Well, I don't know. I think at that I don't think it makes it less implausible because of the time period. I don't know, maybe you do. I it, it's the, it's the kind of thing that I can imagine coming out as a story now that Boris Johnson or Trump like even if they haven't paid a pop star were deliberately like digging out pop star gossip every time they had a gaffe. What getting the FBI to investigate? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I kind of um I feel like the Bush era, although obviously was bad, because it's so much worse now, Mm. it's almost a more playful era of politics. They've almost got away with it, haven't they? Yeah, (laughs) yeah. Like, the best thing that happened to Bush's career was Donald Trump becoming president. Yeah. Did you, do you remember the, um, the Ellen, um, debate discourse a few weeks ago? So she uh, was at a football game and she was sat next to George W. Bush and then there's a load of pictures of them taking selfies together and stuff. And so people on Twitter were like, 
Ellen, why are you having fun with this man? And she devoted an entire section on her show to why actually he wasn't that bad and you should be friends with the people you disagree with. Okay, well... I mean, he also started the Iraq War, but yeah. yeah. Okay, <laughs> like, we have friends we disagree with on things. But they if didn't any of them start a murdered war, someone, yeah. and then their FBI didn't try to cover up a lot of war crimes. Like, mm. I'm there's a difference between disagreement and someone who's categorically a bad person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, I would not remain friends with you if you'd done waterboarding or <laughs> yeah. like been responsible for waterboarding. Probably wouldn't be mates. Yeah. And another thing that I find weird, just putting it out there, is that Britney Spears supports George Bush in this theory. Like, she must be on his side in this theory. Mm. And now, uh, from Googling her recently and political stuff, people seem to think she's a Barney bro. And that's a very big swing in politics. Yeah. But, I, but I mean, to be fair, she was... As I'm young. sure we're going to get into. Very she was young. quite young. Yeah, unbelievable. Yeah, um, really in the Bush era, and people people changed, don't they? Yeah, but anyway, I think she was working for George Bush. <laughs> okay, back to the theory. <laughs> so I've compiled a timeline of events in both Britney Spears's life and George Bush's presidency, and we're going to go through and see what lines up. Great. Like for each of his scandals. We're going to see... Actually, there were so many scandals in the Bush presidency, but, like, it was impossible to get them all down, so I am going to have missed some, and I'm going to have missed some big ones as well. Oh, yeah. Because um, mostly I was going through all of the Britney stuff and then finding events that had happened during Bush's presidency to match up. But there are events that happened outside that Britney didn't go... I, I remember because Kat was researching this and um, you clicked on the Wikipedia page, didn't you? George W. Bush controversies. Yeah, if you have a the, whole Wikipedia page for the things you did bad. like <laughs> it, it was like a really depressing version of an ABC kids book. Yeah. Like A is for Air Force. Yeah, I highly recommend checking it out because it's like, so there's a ca- it's a category page on Wikipedia and then you have loads of articles under it of scandals and then must I scrolled it through it? There must have been towards a hundred. Would you it, say it was at least that? It at least a hundred. Yeah. yeah. Um. So that was kind of insane. Mm. We're just going to touch on some of them today. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> so he became president in January two thousand and one. Brittany had only just turned nineteen. She wow. was so young, and this by this point she'd released two albums. Like imagine so. She was 18 the month before he became president. She'd released two albums. She was dating Justin Timberlake and just had this amazing career. Like, 18 years old. Bloody hell. You forget, don't you, how young she was. Yeah, you really do. Like, at at, at 18, I would still struggle with going to a shop and asking for what I wanted. (laughs) And I'm still not great at that now. And, and like, she'd released two albums. Yeah. Baby One More Time and Oops I Did It Again. Stone Cold Both classics. classics. But <laughs> <laughs> Every single song, one that we shall never forget, such as Oops what? I Did It Again. Oops I Did It Again and Baby One More Time. Yeah, those two songs. Are you saying you don't know them? 
No, the other songs on those albums, oh. I'm saying. I'm saying the other songs on those, like, did they even need to be albums necessarily? Yeah, Crazy, Bangin', right. great song. I don't know what else was on those <laughs> albums. <laughs> yeah, I can name some examples, like this one, and probably more. <laughs> there were more. I just can't name them off the top of my head. As That's... I say, when I listen to Britney, it's during a mental breakdown, and I'm not paying attention to the names of the songs or the albums they come from. That is fair enough. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, I'll, I'll try not to rag on Britney. Yeah, please. She's a, she's a superstar. <laughs> Do you want to know what George Bush's first action he did when he became president? Like his first law. Oh, his first law? First was it, act thing he did. Uh, I get to go play golf or, or, or something. No, he banned international groups from performing abortions. So, you know. Huh? So he banned, so international charity groups, American charity groups that would go out and perform and educate about abortions. Oh, like in different countries? Yeah, in different countries. Right. He banned charity groups in other countries performing abortions. Right, okay, I've got you. That's a... Because when you said international groups, I thought you were still talking about like pop stars. Oh, so no, no. I, the sentence for me then was like NSYNC were no longer allowed to do pregnancy termination in other. And I was like, what? I'm sorry, that was just my. Head. But I feel like that's a sensible law that pop stars shouldn't be allowed to perform abortions. Doctors, fine. NSYNC, Westlife. No. I, you've got to stop. <laughs> You're not qualified. So nothing really interesting happens in... Well, no, interesting things happen, but none I'm going to talk about. She Britney signed this huge deal with Pepsi. Her career was amazing until September 2001, um, which were the 9-11 attacks, obviously. Yeah. Um, also, the pinnacle of Britney's career coincided with the 9-11 attacks which what on the same day well the same month so i think literally a few days before the attack um she did the mtv vma she did i'm a slave for you and Mm. she had like a huge python on stage and it was like everyone lost their shit and it was a huge deal and it was amazing and i highly recommend you watch it because it's a great performance um but she got almost no pr because 9-11 happened yeah, um, I mean, it, it must have just been a really weird time, not just because a massive tragedy had happened, but also if you're, like, in the middle of things. Yeah. Like, uh, you know. Yeah, actually, I was looking at um, George Bush's, like, job approval ratings. And so before 9-11, his approval rating was 51%. Mm. Afterwards, it dr- jumped to 90%. 90%. 90% of That was probably the last time 90% of Americans agreed the same thing. I know. And it did just decrease from that point on. He never got, ever got that high, nowhere near that high again. No. But, yeah. No. <laughs> um, so, the reason I bring up those two things happening is I think that's what influenced Brittany to form this relationship with Bush. Oh, right. Because well, obviously I think he approached her because she was like the biggest pop star ever. But like she got almost no PR on this huge thing that she did, like her album, the the release of that song, etc. And the performance. I mean, she wore a snake on stage. It's not 
you know. That should have been frontline news. <laughs> Britney Spears well, you wears people, snake. October Financial Times, yeah. I believe that should have been the front page. They should have still just been gathered around water coolers being like, wow, it was a big snake though. <laughs> yeah, I do. <laughs> and she was like, you know what? When they approached her, she was like, yeah, this means more PR for me because they'll be giving it to me. What did, Would she have individually said this though? I get the impression that when you're that age in that position yeah it's you're mainly 19 managers. people are running your yeah exactly yeah. but they would think okay that didn't go as well as expected because of 9-11 boo <laughs> let's team up with the bush administration mm. also if the president who has a 90 percent approval rating approaches you and says hey do you want to work for me i don't think you're going to say no especially when he's offering a lot of money so, so is this is this a, the part of the alleged theory, or did he actually? So he didn't actually like form a deal, or is this what we're working out? This is what we're working out this from what the we're timeline. Working out. Okay, right. Yeah. So I've seen a lot of this theory online, but everyone kind of disagrees. Well, not disagrees, but everyone has because there's so much stuff that happened. Everyone has different timelines. So I've compiled a master timeline on a spreadsheet where I've taken events from loads of different people who are like these two things happened so i think i have all of them and i think this is the one that started the deal right because then uh in july 2000 no january 2002 sorry so that's like four months later three months later there was rumors that britney spears was hooking up with carl grove who was the senior advisor of chief um Senior Advisor of Chief of Staff. That's an right. unnecessarily long title. But basically, he was high up in the Bush administration. Yeah. And they were seen together canoodling. That's can- what the tabloids... Used. Yeah, the tabloids said they were can- canoodling at um, Cirque du Soleil. <laughs> <laughs> now that is a sentence. So they were seen together at the same time, like four months after 9-11... That's when the deal was made. And Britney had only just turned 20. Ooh. Got a senior advisor with a 20-year-old, I think is a bit weird. Yeah, well, I mean... But, yeah. I don't think it's abnormal, but I think it's wrong, so... Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So, from this point on is where the shit starts to happen. Like, things just line up strangely. You're like, hmm... That's weird. The next month after she was seen with Carl Rove, Britney released her own film. I didn't know she had a film. It was called Crossroads. Apparently it was bad. But oh, Really? The Britney Spears <laughs> film? Because all the other films that have ever been made with pop stars at the height of their success have been amazing. The Britney Spears film Crossroads isn't great, is it? I haven't seen it, so I want to reserve judgment. <laughs> How very journalistic of you. Look, if, if Spice World is anything to go by... Hey, you take that back about Spice World. Spice World is not a good movie. You don't, in, you don't appreciate art. <laughs> <laughs> true Whatever, man. art. True, true art. When they get on a bus and then... Have I remembered it right that there's aliens in a scene and then they disappear? 
Honestly, I don't remember the plot because every time I've watched it, I've been drunk. <laughs> but <laughs> that's what makes it art. Is that exactly. It's like, like you go in on uh, intoxicants, and then you have a different experience. I just remember it being a good time. So, well, okay, but as a as a film person, I'm going to say no. Anyway, she released Crossroads, which was a big film. It was bad, but big. And the day later, so the next day, Bush announces his plan to just bury 57 years worth of radioactive waste somewhere in the desert. That's his plan. (laughs) Just (laughs) 57 years worth of radioactive waste. Let's just dig a big hole in the desert. (laughs) That's not a very uh, thorough or detailed plan. Yeah, everyone hates it. Um, Was it called something like the We Love America initiative or something like that? No, I think it was... There's a desert in Nevada, like Nevada. I think it was called after that. I don't know. Right. Mm. Everyone hated it because it's bad. Yeah. And he probably knew that. And so she released the film before and it didn't get as much press attention. The film or the... Um, radioactive way well I can't say for sure it didn't get as much press attention but maybe that was their plan they thought the crossroads was going to be a bigger hit they miscalculated (laughs) (laughs) I I would love that if it was like a big conspiracy trying to divert attention but they just kept making flops (laughs) and they were like we don't understand why the plan isn't working every Adam Sun film ever (laughs) Yeah. well that's a whole different conspiracy theory yeah. Which we'll deal with on another day. So, and then the next month, he announced that there was going to be a tariff on imported steel and everyone hated it. And then two months later, Justin and Brittany break up. So that was just when people would be feeling the effects of a steel tariff. Oh, really? Mm. I assume. So wait, she was... So what? Had she had she canoodled pre-starting the Justin Timberlake? No, she was already dating was Justin Timberlake in when Bush got into oh. thing. So she, so when they say she was canoodling with Carl Rove, I don't think they were canoodling. I think they were plotting. Plotting. Yeah. And it, it was like, quick, people are looking. Kiss me. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the thing with. That's the thing, though. The tabloids didn't see them kiss. They just saw them talking. Mm. And they were like, ooh. Something was going on here. Yeah. Yeah. But they didn't report the right story, Tom. <laughs> Tom. <laughs> so so Justin and Brittany break up. Yeah. At the time that the steel tariff thing would hit. Well, three months later, but like close enough. Is it close enough? Yeah. I feel like three months, that's when the story's starting to die down naturally anyway. Well... Like that kind of story. Yeah, but if it's a tariff, I think that's the time that people are going to start noticing the effects of it once it's been in law. I guess so, yeah. Maybe. It's a maybe for me. I admit, that is one of the looser connections. (laughs) (laughs) But Crossroads, the day before the radioactive waste thing, come on. Don't say come on as if like that proves it by itself. Are there more examples? Yeah, yeah, Tom. <laughs> we're in two thousand and one. You do. We go all the way to two thousand and eight. This is really yeah. 
Oh, wow. Okay, you ready? Yeah. Right, March 2003, invasion of Iraq. Two months later, Bush claimed, mission accomplished, we finished the war in Iraq. (laughs) 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 That didn't happen. No. It became pretty clear in the following months the war in Iraq (laughs) had not finished (laughs) and they had not defeated the bad guys. And then... Three months after he announced mission accomplished, just as people, I think, would start to be like, you said we were withdrawing, we Mm. said mission accomplished and we're still in there. The Madonna kiss. Right, yeah. That, I think that is a huge, that, the Madonna kiss was huge. That's the one where she kissed Madonna during a performance at VMAs or something like that. Open mouth, tongue kissing, Tom. Wow. It's so much less sexy when you, like, delineate <laughs> which parts of the face we're touching. I just want to so make technical. clear that it, this wasn't a peck on the cheek. Okay, okay, right. It was it's a kiss. A, this was heavy canoodling. It was heavy canoodling, <laughs> and it got so much press. So, yeah. like, an unbelievable amount of press. And it was just the time when people would have been like, huh, didn't Bush say that we were stopping this whole war in Iraq? Right. Okay. Distraction. Distraction. And then, so now I have a bit of a clip to play you, because a month after the Madonna kiss, Britney has an interview where she says she likes George Bush. So she likes him? Well, listen to the thing. Weirdly, she's being interviewed by Tucker Carlson on CNN, which, one, I thought Tucker Carlson... I didn't think he'd be on CNN. I thought CNN was a little more centrist. Yeah, well, I guess he's a Fox News guy now. Yeah. But, um, I mean, the past couple of decades, a lot of people have really changed their tune when the wind started to change. Yeah. So, you know, Anyway, knows? just a anyway. side note, it's not important that it's Tucker Carlson. It's just um, an interesting thing. So do you want to listen to this clip? Hell Yeah. Honestly, I think we should just trust our president in every decision that he makes, and we should just support that, you know, and um, be faithful in what happens. Do you trust this president? Yes, I do. What did you think? You know what it sounds like Mm. is um, either, like, yeah, this was deliberately inserted at the end of a controversial, uh, at the end of an interview about a big thing, Mm. like as a sort of almost like a sponsorship message. Or, For Bush, you yeah, think? yeah. Or more likely, it sounds like someone who is twenty, twenty-one, twenty-one, has been asked a political thing, and because she's the biggest person in the world, doesn't really want to take a side. So but she, she does, just she panics. She very and, clearly takes a side. We should just trust our president in everything he does and every decision he makes. It, yeah, that's taken aside. <laughs> it is taken aside, but it's also a little bit like, oh, I just, I don't want to. Yeah, let's just go along with it. it. It's like that kind of tone to me. Mm, I think it's a lot... I think it's a very supportive message. Yeah. Was she... Um, so had she been, like, vocally Republican, do you know, sort of before then? No, or, I think this like was that? kind of it. She only talks about it when she's asked to. But I think that if she were in cahoots with George Bush, you wouldn't necessarily be like... 
I support him. Yeah, like mm. look at that, Drip Bush, so, because like it would just draw attention to the fact, right? Yeah, you want to keep it on the down low. But when she's asked about it, she has to answer, and she's not going to be like, "No, I hate him." When she's working for him, right? It it was it was weird the wording to me of um, and we should just have faith. Yeah, it's like it was almost, it was almost quite religious that like even if you don't understand. You know, a higher power has a plan. Well, Brittany was quite um, religious. Well, so I mean, she everyone grew... was at that point. In yeah, but she so she grew up in like South America, not like in the South, in the South of the, the US, US um, and was in a very uh, Protestant Christian home. Um, and then I believe when she met Madonna, she started practicing a new religion called something like Kabbalah or some... I can't remember the exact thing. I wasn't going to include this in the episode. It's just a little thing. Right. So I know. Um, like a spiritualism It's a spiritual kind of thing. thing, yeah. It's, I believe it's a subset of the Jewish faith, but it's... Or an off-branch or something, but it's kind of been co-opted as this spiritualist thing. Hmm. Um... So I wonder if that's what she means by faith. Maybe, yeah. I think it's one of those things where it's like, if you say or think the thing's going to happen, then it will happen, like just sending out good vibes and then good things will happen. So Yeah, which is, um, you know, bullshit. But yeah. uh, <laughs> if you're nice to people, life <laughs> tends to be a bit nicer. That's yeah. what that means. Yeah. Um, I once read, started reading a, a novel that had a press quote on the back that wasn't from any literary reviewer, but was from Madonna. And that should have been a warning because it was one of the worst books I've ever... I didn't finish it. And it was like, it was that kind of spiritualism, sort of like, it was that kind of story. Uh, Yeah, Madonna's super into that, apparently. Or she was, I don't know if she still is. Well, better than Scientology. I'll allow it. Yeah, we're going to do an episode. I think we're going to do a three-parter on Scientology. Three-parter? Yeah. Wow. Um, I'm still trying to convince Tom to come to the Scientology church I don't, I don't with want me. to go. I don't want to but go. But anyway. <laughs> That's <laughs> well, a debate a different... for after the episode. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so then we're on to 2004 now, January 2004. Brittany is 22. So, you know, been a few years of a Bush presidency. Because mm. I measure the Bush presidency, how it's prog- progressed by Britney Spears's age. Yeah. She was just 19 <laughs> when it happened. Now she's 22. Been a few years, you know. Yeah, sure. So January 2004 is when... Have you heard of the Scooter Libby investigation? I'd never heard about this controversy until I started researching this. It sounds familiar. It sounds like something I might have heard on the news at the time. But I, no, I don't remember it. So there was this grand jury investigation of Scooter Libby. And Scooter Libby... That's a ridiculous name. I don't think Scooter's his real first name because it's fucking ridiculous. <laughs> but he was an assistant to the president and there was this big scandal where he was convicted of obstruction of justice and perjury and making false statements because there was this CIA agent called Valerie Plain Wilson and her identity was released to the Washington Post... And Scooter Libby was part of that. And he was really high up in the Bush administration. And it reflected really badly on Bush because it just made everyone look really corrupt. Right. So say say this again to me. So the, the identity of someone was released to a newspaper. 
Yeah, so there was a CIA agent and her, like, identity was released to the Washington Post by someone in the government. Right. And Scooter... On what what basis? Just, oh, look, here's an agent. Or, like, specifically in relation to something she was doing, or...? I'm not sure. It wasn't, like, a whistleblowing thing. I Mm. think it was just a spite thing. I can't, honestly, I ha- like I did a bit of reading around it, um, because I've got honestly I've got so many things on this timeline. I didn't have that much time to go deep into it, and That's it seems fair. really complicated to like maybe I'm just a big dum dum, but <laughs> it seemed very complicated to me, and it was really difficult to pinpoint down who had done what, right, and who had been convicted of what, and like, yeah, it was it was very strange, but. So suffice to say, there was some sort of uh, bad event in the yeah, White House. Yeah, big controversy. As a side note, Scooter Libby was pardoned by Trump in 2018. Okay. Um, which makes me think Scooter Libby's a bad person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, it's just weird that so he released the identity of a CIA agent for apparently no reason. But Chelsea Manning, who was a whistleblower, is the bad guy. Mm. Like, surely what this other guy did was worth... I don't know. I don't know. We'll, Let's we'll not get onto that. Let's yeah. not get into that. Anyway, literally the same... I think it was in the same week. No, it was a few days before the trial started. Britney has a shotgun wedding in Vegas to Jason Alexander, which is annulled 55 hours later following a petition to the court that stated that Britney lacked understanding of her actions. So drunk, basically. Yeah. Or on drugs. Yeah. So I'm sure you remember at the time how big that was, the shotgun wedding thing. I do. I remember her being like a real international figure of fun. Yeah. That she'd had. Like Britney at the time represented the sort of, the kind of worst aspects of celebrity culture. Like, yeah, and yeah. that was made me maybe a bit too harsh on her personally, mm. but she was seen as this kind of epitome of like, oh, quick weddings, divorces, loves the president, you know, dances naked and. Yeah, stuff. I, f- I, I just she had a lot of mental health issues going on, and it's fairly yeah. clear she wasn't treated for them until it was far too late, mm. and it just seems fucking bizarre that like. She has so much controversy and such... So the Madonna kiss was only, like, five months earlier. Like, she was dominating the headlines. Mm. And then, so two months after that, April 2004, she met Kevin Federline and they started dating. So she just got married to this random guy. They broke up. Three months later, she's dating someone else. And this was a huge deal at the time because Federline had been recently dating someone else who was pregnant with their second child, who he broke up with and immediately got with Brittany. Yika Roonies. So there was a lot of drama. Um, and when she and Kev- Kedeline, Federline, sorry, Kevin Federline got together, so April 2004, same time that the photos of the torture and abuse um, by the US Army and CIA were released of the like, prisoners in the Iraq war. Same day. Not the same, same day, I think the same week. Same week. So it's like you've got the shotgun wedding and the grand jury investigation, same week. Three months later, you've got the Fedline dating, the big thing about him and his second child. 
and the torture photos of being released. Oh my god. Yeah. Wow. Although I feel like in 2004, having two big news stories in the same week is like too much for people to focus on everything. Now, the, almost the positive aspect of our short attention span and Twitterify yeah. of, is that we, we, there's so much stuff happening all the time and we're kind of getting more used to it, which I guess is to our benefit and our detriment. I guess, but it's also like we're forgetting things a lot easier. Yeah. Like forgetting really important things a lot easier. Mm. Like, why do we not bring up the fact that Donald Trump has been accused of rape on multiple occasions? I mean, oh, I yeah, guess we do. Kind of, like that, how yeah. has that been something we don't still harp on about all the fucking time? Mm. Anyway, um, three months after she met Federline, and she got engaged to him. Classic Britney. Um, <laughs> <laughs> That's our girl. Six months after they met, they got married. So, you know, three-month engagement. That's long in celebrity land. Yeah, it it actually is. (laughs) (laughs) And she took a career break to start her family. So that was October 2004. Um, And at this time, Bush's popularity was sort of not great, but not awful. So he was around the sort of high 50%. It had been dropping and it was one of the worst he was at so far, but it wasn't... High 50s isn't that bad of an approval rating. It's really not. That's, uh, you know, more than half is is, is a success. And it's not like... Yeah, it's an approval rating. It's not that bad. Mm. It's not great by any means, but it's not... Maybe we've been skewed by today's... um, yeah, yeah. Anyway, so not much happens for a little while, for about a year, because she's taken a break. She releases a Greatest Hits album, and then Hurricane Katrina happens. Oh, my God. So that's um, August 2005. And then the next month, obviously, Bush is being criticised for the Hurricane Katrina stuff. And Britney just happens to have her first baby. <laughs> now, okay. I'm not right. saying that they saw Hurricane Katrina coming nine months previously, made sure Britney was pregnant <laughs> for the same time. But I just think it's a strange coincidence. <laughs> I love the idea that they've got like enough hurricane detection technology to detect a hurricane nine months in advance and that like then they make sure she gets pregnant rather than just evacuate everyone, which yeah. in nine months would be easy to do. Yeah. That's, but that's anyway, really maybe, you know, she took some time off from helping Bush because she was trying to start a family. As she said, her career was, you know, she was putting a pause so she could start a family. Yeah. Maybe she just wasn't working for Bush in that time and it just happened that Hurricane Katrina was at the time, same time. I mean, I don't know if you believe in coincidences. <laughs> but <laughs> Believe in coincidences. <laughs> side note, I know mm-hmm. we do lots of side notes, but I remember when I was um, taken to... I was taken to church as a child. Um, I'm not religious now. And in one of the like sessions where they took the kids away and taught them about Jesus, I was told, now, well, I don't really believe in coincidences. I call them God incidences. Oh, my God. That makes me want to die. (laughs) Just vomited everywhere. And it's like, well, anytime anything bad happens, then it's like, well, that's a God incidence. Yeah. Anyway, that's just my... 
personal connection to that word. So I think she was taking some time off. And then February 2006, Dick Cheney shoots a man in the face. <laughs> um, <laughs> the 2000s were crazy. Yeah, I know. Oh, my God. It was an accident, but also like, okay. Um, and Bush doesn't do great out of that. <laughs> a couple of months later, his approval rating is at an all-time low of 38%. The worst it's ever been. And he's like, hey, Brittany, can you just distract people for a bit? Um, so she puts her child's life at risk and is seen driving with the baby in her lap rather than a car seat. Ooh. And that, I don't know if you remember that, but that was a huge... Papar- like, oh, people really, yeah. really turned on Britney for that. Yeah. So is this still during uh, Bush's first term? It's April 2006. So oh, so that would be second term, Second term, it? I believe, yeah. yeah. Um, although I've got something at, I've got November 2006 as the midterm elections. Oh, because I thought it was every four years. The second term he was elected in November 2004, which was about the time that Britney married Kevin Fedline and took a career break to start a family. Oh, okay, got you. Yeah, Bush didn't really need her support of that time because he i think he got back into office pretty easily yeah i think they didn't they manage to play quite well on the war on terror angle yeah and yeah. so basically it sounds like a lot of people just voted for him on the basis of like well we need to carry on with this thing yeah exactly and then um at, at the same time that he was elected back or the same time the election was happening november 2004 her greatest hits album was released so okay just saying well, sure. Just a fun little thing. <laughs> so, yeah, so this would have been about a year and a half, two years since he, his second term started. So then the midterms were in November. Two, so, yeah, but the midterm was two years into the term. Okay, so the, midterm the midterm of the term. second term. The midterm of the second term, but we'll get on to that in okay, a minute. Okay, okay. So April 2006, so this is before the midterm of the second term. Right. <laughs> so that was when she was seen with a baby in her lap and it distracted everyone from his awful approval rating and Dick Cheney shooting someone in the face. <laughs> um, <laughs> the man who Dick Cheney shot in the face had to apologise. Oh, God. He had to release a statement being sorry that he'd been on the shooting range or something. Basically, it sounds like he was asked, listen, this looks really bad for Dick Cheney. Yeah. Can you apologise, please? <laughs> so bad. So then the month after she's seen with the baby on her lap, which she claims it happened because of a scary paparazzi incident. And honestly, like, I can understand that. Yeah. If you've got a baby in the backseat of your car and there's paparazzi up against the door trying to... Like, you're going to hmm. take your baby to be with you so that it's not scared like yeah and you're trying to drive away from the paparazzi like i do get it but it's also yeah, being, like being mobbed by people must be scary yeah um the next month this you'll see a reoccurring theme with britney's um incidents where the next month she's just guest stars on a big show guest stars on will and grace like All everything's right. normal it's yeah. fine <laughs> Um, and then September 2006, she has her second child. And then October, November 2006 is the midterm elections, where this time the Republicans are not doing so good and could lose a lot of seats. And this is where Britney splits up with Kevin Fedline one day before the election. 
Wow. Yeah. That sounds... Do you think whenever she had a breakup, they would just save it up until it was a good time to announce it? Yeah. I think that it might... Because, well, they had their second child two months before this split. Mm. It seems bizarre that... I think the breakup happened before she actually gave birth. Oh, but it was, they were like, this will look bad on Brittany if we... I wonder, yeah. Say it now. Because mm. Fedline has previous for leaving a woman who's pregnant with his second child. He sounds like a tool. Yeah. Actually, I just thought about that. That's, that's awful. Mm. So his first girlfriend had his second child and she left while he was pregnant. Maybe Brittany initiated the breakup. We don't know. But yeah, seems, we don't know, do we? We don't know. He seems like an arsehole. Mm. Anyway, um... Start of 2007, after the midterms, is where things get bad for Britney. Oh, no. So January 2007, her aunt dies of ovarian cancer. Um, February 2007 is the shaving of the head incident. <laughs> you make it sound like a sacred ritual. Or yeah. The so shaving she of the out head. Of rehab. And I can't tell when she went into rehab because they seem to try and keep that but it seems to be after she split from Fedline. the same day that britney shaves her head and gets all of that attack because that was a huge news story bush announces the reformation of al-qaeda so as in that they've yeah so bush is like guys (laughs) (laughs) we're getting the band back together (laughs) (laughs) i I want to see my buddies again yeah so um the same day that bush is like guys we fucked up i know i said all those years ago we're finishing the iraq war um it's got worse (laughs) The same day, Brittany shaves her head and gets all that attention. The next month, the Attorney General admits that mistakes were made in firing eight attorneys who weren't loyal enough to Bush. The same day as this, as well, Brittany, like a story leaks about Brittany hooking up with a musician in rehab. The the same day. Like, it's not just a week apart now. So, yeah. That is very timed. Mm -hmm. And I think this was kind of the culmination of both Bush's unpopularity and Britney's... um, Mental breakdown, essentially. Yeah. So that was like March 2007. His his approval ratings do continue to go down, but not as quickly as they were before. Like they're kind of a slow going down Mm. rather than a fairly quick going down um and then after the shaving head incident britney kind of goes a little bit out of the picture so um like four or five months later in july 2007 the divorce from fedline is finalized um, October 2007, she loses custody of her children. She's sued by Louis Vuitton for a music video. She releases her fifth album in the same month. Why? <laughs> I don't know. She can't need the money. Then December 2007, she starts dating a new man 
who's a paparazzi person. And then finally, January 2008, she's 26. Um, she basically refused to give custody of her sons to Fedline and the police were called to her house. She was hospitalized. Um, Fedline was given sole custody and she was involuntarily committed to a psychiatric ward. And from that point on, she was placed under the conservatorship of her father and was released from the psychiatric hospital after so, five so days. So it basically means that her dad has executive power over her or something over like that. Over all of her money, everything. And she still does until this day. So that's 10 years later. Oh my God. Which is another episode I'll see if people want me to do at the end. So, um, yeah, Kat was very keen to do a two-parter on Britney, but I think mainly fueled by loving Britney so much. I also do think the father thing is really interesting, but I'll, mm. I'll, I'm going to ask people at the end of this episode if they want it and to tweet me and things. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so basically January 2008 is when really she stops. After the shaving of her head, which coincides nightly, nicely with all the Bush stuff, I can't help wonder if maybe her method acting of being a little bit off the rails has turned into a real <laughs> certain Bush is like, holy shit, this girl really is mentally unwell. She needs to look after herself. I thought she was just pretending, but... Mm. Well, you think she got like too deep into character? Yeah, I do. I think it was right. method acting that just got too far. I mean, you know, that's one theory. The other theory is that she was a, a child star who had way too much happen to her at a very young age and that that entirely warped her sense of self. Or uh, she was manipulated being. by George Bush since she was 19 years old. Yeah, I mean, you know, also could, yeah, could be. Anyway, the month after the um, involuntary um, commitment to a psychiatric ward, she did a guest spot on How I Met Your Mother. <laughs> so, you know, what? things weren't that bad. <laughs> oh, I can just imagine the conversation with like her doctor or something being like, I just don't think she's in a good place at the moment to be on TV. And then being like, dude, this is How I Met Your Mother. Yeah. This is like the most important <laughs> show and everyone's going to love it forever. Yeah. So, you know, other stuff happens in the Bush presidency and whatever, but Britney is clearly kind of preoccupied. Mm. And then G January 2009 is when Bush leaves office. Britney is 27. She gets a restraining order against her former manager, her ex-boyfriend and an attorney who are trying to gain control of Britney's uh, money. Yeah. And after that, you don't really get too much drama with Britney from January 2009. Wow. And um, just happens so to be when Bush leaves office that... Um, that it all comes to a close. Yeah. That's kind... Now, that is a crazy coincidence. Yeah. Like, almost closing the Britney business when George it, Bush leaves. It's just insane how the kind of insane stuff starts when he comes in. I guess... Mm. Yeah. What if... Uh, Rather than they're in cahoots, they're just spiritually linked. And like, Brittany is George W. Bush's spirit animal. <laughs> and Brittany, however well Brittany was doing, represents how well he was doing as president at the time. Yeah, like, I can't help feeling that it's just like everyone was not doing well at that time. Yeah. Like, it was just not yeah. a good time. And no. 
I don't know. So that's the timeline of events nicely wrapped up. Hmm. Um, what do you think? <laughs> I will. I will grant you. It is a lot of coincidences. Yeah, and they right? are very timed. Yeah, but some of them are things it would have been impossible for them to get ahead on. Like, okay, like Hurricane Katrina. Okay, and her except baby. for the baby and Hurricane Katrina. All of the others would have been very easily timed. What I, what I would be willing to believe is that, you know, the spin doctors who work for Bush will deliberately, when there's a big story about him, look for the other stories around that they can capitalise on. And that, you know, maybe they would make sure that a Britney story gained a lot of traction at a time when there's scrutiny on him. That I, I'd be more willing to believe. Yeah, I just wonder, like, I feel like these stories were going to get a lot of attention anyway. Like, she was the biggest star at the time. And, like, she did a lot of attention-grabbing things. Not, I don't think she was purposely seeking attention for them necessarily, but they were things that things were going to end up attention. in the paper. Yeah. Um, I just can't see that, like... Britney would be um, in on this plan. If, she is an innocent flower. You're right. I didn't mean that. <laughs> <laughs> but sure. What I meant is that um, like a lot of these stories are about like really bad things that happened to her mm. and that she was clearly not happy about. So unless she is a massive method actor, I would be surprised if she was in on the plan. Yeah. I do also have to say... Just for um, a point in the Britney did this because she was unhappy. She is now on bipolar medication, mm. even though her and her father say she's not. She doesn't have bipolar. Well, um, she just takes it for the flavor. Yeah, um, <laughs> tasty, tasty bipolar. So medication. I, I definitely think she has some mental health issues. That obviously at the time you wouldn't be able to talk about that. Hmm. Now it's slightly more like you could, but I feel like especially where she grew up. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it shows how much there has been a change in mental yeah. health stuff. Like yeah. nowadays, if there was a story about her having a mental health issue, almost that would be something you could capitalise on is, you know, a narrative of she could sell that story to a newspaper, I am bipolar, and then talk about her struggles. I think bipolar has a much larger stigma on it bipolar I think has a big stigma like if she were to talk about depression or anxiety I think that would be slightly different but I think being bipolar like having bipolar disorder like has a much larger stigma than anxiety or depression I guess so because I think yeah I'm I'm still not sure that she'd come out and say it now because I don't know many I know a lot of celebrities have come out and say they have anxiety and depression I don't know how many come out and say they have bipolar disorder. Hmm. If you're listening and you're a celebrity and you have bipolar disorder, uh, tweet us. <laughs> yeah, great. <laughs> <laughs> you know, all those celebrities who listen to us. Yeah. The Queen. The, the Queen que- definitely the- has bipolar disorder. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. So she's clearly what? Yeah, I think that was my original point. Is that because she's clearly got actual mental health issues, 
Yeah. It seems unlikely that she'd be in on it. But maybe if other people knew she had these issues, then they could sell that to the Bush government. I don't honestly I a lot of the stuff Britney does, I don't think is Britney's choice. And I think that's part of why she felt so trapped. Mm. Because like she grew up as a child star. Yeah, Disney Channel, isn't she? She's in she doesn't she doesn't write her own music. Okay. Some music she writes, but they're all B-sides on her albums, which are, in my opinion are not good. <laughs> um, <laughs> Take that back. <laughs> I've not heard any of them. Um, I don't, yeah. Yeah, and her, her image it's and her sexuality in charge was being of other people. sold. Yeah. yeah. Like all, her whole image and everything other people decide and mm. tell her what to say and do. And it's only recently I think she's been able to do what she wants. Yeah. Like especially when she was 19, 20, 21, 22. I wouldn't even want to make my own decisions if I was in that position at 19. Because I would just be like, oh, I don't know. Please tell me what to do. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. But, yeah. So, I do, I, I do think it's more likely that her, like... The people in charge of her agents, whatever, were in on this deal than her being in on it. Mm. But I don't know if I actually think it happened. I really want to believe it because I think it's such a fun conspiracy theory. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think it's all just too circumstantial and coincidental. Well, she has been seen with a top bush. Like, What more evidence would you want to believe it? I, I would want there to be some sort of clear uh, financial interest or something to that well, effect. Well, her financial interest is she knows that she's going to get lots of press. But then she doesn't need the Bush government to do that, does she? I guess not. But they could have been... Pay- they easily could have been paying her. But for it to be significant for her, who's already earning millions, and mm. the people who work for her already earning millions... It would have to be significant. It wouldn't be chump change and it would be traceable and noticeable. Yeah. Well, I wonder if the people she works for, so the agents and whatever, are very rich people who support George Bush because they don't want their taxes cut. They want him to be mm. a, in... He Like, a lot of people, they might not directly benefit from it financially, but they might know that having him as president is going to be better for him than having someone else. Yeah. I just bet behind the scenes, there's quite a lot of back and forth and scratch my back, can you do me a favour, between uh, spin doctors for politicians and, you know, people who do press for celebrity stuff. I imagine there's quite a lot of, can you make sure this story, rather than Tuesday, gets released on Thursday? Yeah. I bet there's loads of that. Because that's literally their job as spin doctors, is to manage when stories go to the media and what other stories... And it's usually to do with, you know, the other political parties. Mm. But I, re- I would not be surprised if they have literal contacts with celebrity people. Yeah, it's just funny that the Britney stories are released, like, they're rarely released before, I don't... Or maybe they are. I, I think a lot of them were released afterwards. I know, I guess there's one one day before the election and there's... Yeah, and Crossroads, don't yeah, forget. Yeah, Crossroads. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess, yeah. Hmm. So you're 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 not convinced overall. It sounds like. Um, 
I really want to be convinced. I want to be convinced so bad. And I don't know what more evidence I would need. Because I can't think of anything that would... Because, like, if they did do it, you're not going to see large financial things going between them because they're going to be sneakier than that. And you're not going to see written documents or whatever. Like, I don't know what else... It would be leaked by someone, though. There would have to. There you would think? be enough people involved. Someone would leak something. Mm. There would be some form of actual evidence, and none of this is evidence, really. This is just timing. I guess. I guess, yeah. Mm. You know what it is? What? Crazy, cat. I'm in too deep. <laughs> I'm so excited. I just can't sleep. Yeah. Those are wise words by a wise woman. (laughs) (laughs) By a team who submitted them to a wise woman. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It was focus grouped and then given to her. Yeah. Right. So, as I alluded to earlier, I'm considering doing another Britney episode, which I know the Free Britney movement has been going on for a little while. Um, And for those who don't know what the Free Britney movement is... um, it's the idea that Britney has been under the control of her father for over 10 years. She's not allowed to handle her own money. I believe she lives with him. Um, and she, he believes she is not secure mentally enough to run her own life and he runs her life for her, which her parents have been doing since she was a teenager and they got her into child acting. Um... It sounds spicy. Yeah, I don't know whether he... But but there are things out there that I'm like, okay, mate, I don't want to throw too much shit at her dad until I've done my proper research, but if you want an episode about free Britney and Britney's Mm -hmm. dad and the conspiracy theory behind Britney being imprisoned by her father for 10 years, let me know. Tweet at me. Send me Facebook things. Yeah, Cat's Cabinet of Curiosities. Do the social medias. I just didn't want to do two Britney episodes in a row without um, consulting people first. But we are working on a Scientology series, although that won't be out for a little while because mm. we... I'm I'm trying to read the Dianetics book and Jesus Christ. <laughs> it's long. It's a big old boy. It's bad. Um, and we've got some Scientology DVDs we're going through, right? Mm. Which I, I, I keep forgetting that we've got left on the side and then people come over... And then after they leave, I realise that that's been out. Yeah. And no one's one's said anything. So (laughs) I hope they don't think we're converts. Yeah. Anyway, so thank you for joining us for this episode of Cat's Cabinet of Curiosities. Do you have anything else to add, Tom? Uh, No, I I don't think I do. do. Well, if you enjoyed the episode and you're now slightly more of a Britney stan than before, then subscribe and review the podcast wherever you're listening. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter at catscabinet underscore pod or Facebook at catscabinet. Thanks for listening.